them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, with my friends Jalen and Josh. And today we got some more topics as usual. House of Wolves podcast been going strong for 25 episodes now. That's a lot. I didn't think we was going to get this far, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> We've been rocking with no, the podcast and um, putting out content. But today's topics are um, on schedule as in this pretty much on brand. We're going to be talking about some Apex. Uh, we're going to talk about some Nintendo. And we're going to talk about some PC parts, some EA stuff. Uh, so stick around. Like, like again, we always put the markers on the, on the video so you can skip around to exactly what we're talking about if you want to jump to section to section. Uh, but before we do that, as usual, how is my fellas doing? Y'all good? A little low energy, high energy. How we feeling? A low energy, but feeling good because just been hanging out. Um, my family came to town and um, just been enjoying the summer. I haven't seen each other in a while, but it's been hot, like super hot here. And y'all know, like when you out sightseeing and traveling, like <laughs> all that walking get to you. So. Oh yeah, man! You putting in those miles now. You, uh, but you used to it. You got those long legs. They, they're the ones got to keep up. I remember I was that. I was that person that had to keep up before, and it was terrible. Uh, did Did y'all come in the middle of the summer, or y'all came later? Right? No, we came when it was cold. It was still yeah. cold. It was like it was it was it was weather where you could you could still sweat, but you wouldn't go see it on your face. It was all gonna be on your yeah. back and your well, clothes. No. New York subways ain't got no air conditioning, so. Oh my God, it's hot and stinky <laughs> up in that mug. I bet. Smell like rancid beast. <laughs> got some blood star beast in the back on that thing. I know that thing stink. Yeah, you know Josh out of shape, man. You don't be doing nothing. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Yeah, I, need, I need to start working out again. Yeah, you gotta have that uh, that protein powder used to be having mine. Uh, muscle milk. Boy, you had protein powder. <laughs> you gotta get that muscle milk back in. I'm like, man, he's gonna get stronger than me. He's gonna be buff. He's gonna. Boy, Jay gonna put that back. Like, All right, my bad, man. <laughs> you gonna be breaking place and just trying to make the case of. Why you turn on the air conditioning, Jayden? Please understand, man. Please, please understand. Please be excited. Uh, I'm straight, man. Just just doing my clinical rotations. Yeah, I know y'all been giving me heat about that vaccine, man. The COVID nineteen vaccine. I got that mug, and I was down bad. <laughs> Keep it a buck with y'all. If I if I had to choose between COVID and that vaccine, I'm choosing COVID 110 percent of the time. Right. I was in that mug looking like, man, what's going on, man? So, uh, but yeah, other than that, man, everything been straight, man. Just trying to make the most of my time and uh, enjoy what I'm doing and stuff like that. So, trying to make a positive impact in people's lives. So that's pretty much it, though. 
Maintain, maintain. Uh, yeah. J- Jalen don't believe me, but he should uh, drunk some Gatorade. <laughs> Man, stop saying that, dude. I'm like, bro, I should. got old fever. No, Gatorade is not for Gatorade. Gatorade would have saved him from at least four out of five of his symptoms. Guaranteed. He don't nah. believe me though. So he he's the uh, he's the doctor here. So I guess like I, I ain't really got nothing to stand on here. Uh, I'm not really backed by anybody, but I guarantee if you take that vaccine, drink y'all some Gatorade, man. You do a mixer, <laughs> mixer too. Do do the mix and match. Do it get you a Powerade and a Gatorade. Uh, let them let them counterbalance each other. But anywho, anywho, because <laughs> uh, before he tried to, you know, he tried to uh, debunk my theory. Um, uh, let's get right into, I guess, the, the first topic I wanted to talk about, something we all, we all kind of look, I guess what we look forward to, we still plan, is that uh, Apex, man, tomorrow, tomorrow is Tuesday, tomorrow is a special reset day, you got a collection event going off, and and they actually showed off Revenant's uh, whole little heirloom. Uh, or heirloom, uh, heirloom, heirloom. They showed off his heirloom, and it looks pretty cool. It's an actual scythe, uh, like a reaper scythe, really. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the animators always do a good job. It looks really cool. Actually, they did a a better job than most when they come to the animation because it's it's really different from what the most other animations look like, and um, it's huge. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, they actually have that, and they bringing back the OG Kings Canyon, and they bringing back the OG World's Edge. Um, a lot of hot spots. I feel like Kings Canyon people are gonna love their old spots being back, but they're gonna realize how bad those spots were. Like, there's a reason why Skull Time had to go, and it was just unbalanced. It was a lot of hectic for no reason. People popping out of nowhere. But it's going to be fun to drop into those places as usual. Uh, most of the map going to be dead in the first four minutes because everybody going to drop Skull Town or um, Cascade, wherever the wherever the crazies used to go. That's where we're going to go this time. And it's going to be fun. Yeah. I feel uh, like Skull Town is just going to be another. Uh, what's that tower that they replaced it with uh, in the center of uh, World's Edge? Uh, you talking about the 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 east the midtown? You talking about that area? Or the, no, the tower that um uh, that people you know you take the zip line all the way to the top. Oh, you talking about oh, the apex? The, 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 or the epicenter? The epicenter, yeah. You talking about the epic center, right? The one with the ice walls and stuff. No, the other map. <laughs> My bad. I've, you said world's yeah, edge. Oh, you mean you you talking about um you're talking about King's actual Canyon. King's Canyon. The tower on King's Canyon is gonna be Oh, like you're talking about that stupid tower, the cage. The cage tower? Yeah. Nah, I don't uh, think so, man. The cage is not a bad area. Skull Town has a bunch of cages though. Is that the, that's not where the area was though. Are the they area? gonna include the the little the little shack. No, they're going back to the original, where it's the little right. shacks, and then it's, next to it, it's that little cage where yeah, Thunderdome and then Skulltown. Yeah. yeah. So, 
but that that cage it feels totally different because there's so much verticality to it in thunderdome and skull town they were just like they had buildings but most people didn't go up top well first most people didn't wasn't able to fly so now you got characters like uh i can't even think of her name now uh valkyrie she's in there uh revenant just got a buff he can run up walls endlessly it's like really really long time essentially uh and you know you, you got better pathfinders because <laughs> pathfinders used to suck and when it was og skull time but now they can whip and whip their hair back and forth so they probably can get up there no problem so you got people like that then you got horizon so a lot of verticality has been put into the game now so skull town will feel differently because you got different characters but yeah uh I remember running through there with Lifeline, you know, staying stuck, sticking to the ground, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's only been like two years. It has been, it's, it's almost three years now. It's past three years, right? I think it's been three years since that game came out and it felt like it was such a long time ago when it really wasn't. It was no, been two. Huh? I think it's only been two. Yeah. Cause I think two I think it came out in 2019 right yeah and then it yeah, came February 2019 yep so yeah it's only been two years it's only been that long the game feel the game it feel like it's been a long time I think it's just so much it's so many changes you know we was used to Fortnite Fortnite came out and it didn't have any changes for like the first two years or so it was, it was like really mini min like like minuscule changes it wasn't really something big like a whole new map and the apex come on the scene and it's like two three seasons like three like season rotations in it came out with a new map yeah that's crazy um but and I, I did I, change it had Thanos on there remember no <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay they had they had to start changing when they realized that uh, Apex was out. That's when they really started dressing. Um, yeah, the same week Apex came, they put a thinking system in there. Yeah, they did, man. They put everything up in there. They stole a lot of good ideas from Apex, which is fine. I'm fine with both of them stealing ideas from one another because um, it makes the games better. But, uh, yeah, definitely apex put them on notice and then that's when they first introduced their map um like i think it was like a season later they they introduced their map revision even though people were saying they were talking about it but they just didn't do anything i think apex came out with a new map before uh for fortnite but anyway we're not talking about fortnite we're talking about uh, og king's canyon og uh world's edge and unfortunately when these events come your pockets also get hit if you want to participate you don't have to of course it's all about if you want to participate and for cosmetics and things of this caliber to come around and intrigue people i think i find it very expensive if you want to actually collect things within this collection event it shouldn't cost you the amount that it costs you <laughs> to actually collect the items within said event um and it's amazing that they kind of get away with it i think people respect the amounts 
and respect the the rarity of the items but i don't pe think people appreciate how much it actually legitimately costs uh, if you really wanted to buy everything for the collection event, it will run you $160. And that's to unlock the hair heirloom. So you don't get the heirloom unless you buy everything. And the incentive is essentially the heirloom. Uh, and they do these with every collection event. A standard event pack is $7, 700 Apex coins. So in order to buy everything, you need 24 set packs and that's where you get the amount from. My question is, <laughs> should a randomized drop cost $7? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Is $7 justifiable as an amount if they provide other options to buy things outright? They give you an option. They give you three ways to buy. So they give you the event packs, which you could buy and then and, and go from there. They give you the ability to craft event packs, which cost around 800 crafting materials. Uh, and then they give you the option to spend Apex coins directly on the items you want. And that's another way for you to avoid having to spend multiple dollars or something on uh things you don't want versus being able to purchase the one thing that you do want i i think i'm the only one that can really talk about i mean i i, I think i know you guys' opinions um but maybe uh maybe they don't um my opinion is this and I, no i think i know josh's opinion as well I think his is a little, little more, di little different than Jalen's. Um, but of course, if you find value within the item, then purchasing the price shouldn't matter. Uh, but when it comes to games that are free to play, and it comes to these models of free to play games and the cost of a cosmetic item, what? How do you feel? How do you feel the value should be? determined when it comes to this stuff like what makes this item worth seven dollars and is there a formula that we should have be privy to to kind of that, that correlates to why it's seven dollars or do you feel like it's just fine for them to create and distribute the amounts in their own way without informing the public as long as we are okay with said amounts how do you guys feel about microtransactions in Apex? Not everywhere, just in Apex in general. And uh, what's your what's your thoughts behind the cost of the event packs and the cost that they put on those those packs? I mean, I think that um, I'm okay with cosmetics in general, but I feel like EA and Apex um are like some of the not worst examples but really bad examples of how to do it because i feel like um you know fortnite came out with the battle pass and everybody put a battle pass in the game and it, it lets you get premium currency back so you can reuse it to buy cosmetics and stuff like that but 
at some point they started to continuously up the prices so it doesn't even matter that you can get ten dollars back from getting the battle pass because just a scan for your gun is going to cost nine dollars or you know a scan for your character is going to cost 20 or more so i i feel like the pricing is not actually based on the value of what the item is it's what whatever they can get away with so if they can sell a scan for fifty dollars, they're gonna do it because of uh, FOMO or uh, you know fear of miss fear of missing out. And you know it's a couple scans. Like I don't even care about really the event scans because some of them are okay, but you know it's maybe like one or two that I actually want. But I'm not gonna spend a bunch of money just to get those two. Whereas if it's a uh, one-time scan like Valkyrie, you know, you know, this is not going to come back for another year or something like that. Uh, I might get it because it's exactly what I want. I don't got to play no gambling game to get it. And once I have it, I just forget about it. Whereas all these other skins and Apex, you really literally got to gamble just to uh, get it. Even though, sure, they give you a high chance that you're going to guarantee to get it if you spend $100, but it's like, that's still too much. But I think for me, the issue is I don't care about the price as long as they actually give you a legit way to earn it. And I don't feel like Apex does that because if I want the event skins, like they probably give you one or two event boxes for free, but there's no way to earn it. Like I don't count crafting because their crafting costs are astronomical like you need what 1800 crafting points to craft like a gun or something like that and it's like that's a couple like if you're not spending any money that's like a couple months of saving just for it and it's not like a real way to earn it whereas i don't think warframe does it everything good but when i see cosmetics that's a preferred way at least where if you want to just buy it, you know, go ahead, spend $20. But it act, you at least have a way in-game to play and get it without spending any money. I feel like as long as that there's that balance, I don't care about the price because then I have an option. I can put the time in and get it, or I can go ahead and spend the money. Whereas Apex, I don't feel like it's, it's balanced. It's heavily incentivizing you to spend the money because either you don't have enough time to grind out the stuff to get it or you know there's literally no way to get it yeah yeah i guess i guess that that's true in the yeah i guess you know yeah that that's very true like just having that that additional backup plan on how to earn it uh and then you having the ability to just you know buy it outright and it's easier that way that does make a lot of you know sense to kind of make people feel better about the purchase like okay if i really want to earn it i could just put this time in here but it's really hard in that game because really your your battle pass is set you know exactly what you're going to get the loot boxes are very randomized and then you don't really have anything outside of moving forward on the points you earn leveling up to till mm-hmm. 500 you don't really have any other way of 
doing if of getting like the cosmetics or of earning their the the ability to purchase these items because there's just yeah. so much limited things like if you if you start playing apex the day this event comes out if you don't spend any money there's like no way you're gonna unlock any of those skins because you just don't have enough time in a single day to play level up and like get enough crafting just to make one skin true because it what the event two weeks <laughs> yeah now i've been i've been hearing um like other ways i looked some stuff up online about how um well i guess let me ask Jalen first thing he, he didn't say anything Jalen, i guess what's your what's your take on apex legends microtransactions I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't really do microtransactions, but like, um, as far as like the what y'all speaking about, like earning, like currency and stuff like that, and unlocking stuff. I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't really know nothing about it because I don't like indulge in any of that, um, or grinding any of that. I guess I should say. Uh, but I personally think they microtransactions cost a lot of money. Um, I don't see how. I think they got like, like Apex, like Mirage Edition or like White Flying Edition. Like they had the like a little angel thing for White Flying. You get like a little banner, like yeah. you know, say so you get all that type of stuff. But they want like I think they want like twenty or thirty dollars and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know why I ever pay that much money for whatever that little pack that they giving me. Um, yeah. I just don't think it's worth it. I know other games got other microtransactions that seem a little bit more reasonable and stuff like that, but I always just thought Apex microtransactions is a little absurd. I'm like, how y'all want like twenty, thirty hours for something and it ain't even like Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That that game drop board too saturated to be charging that much for different things and I don't know. It just it just don't make sense to me personally, but I mean but I digress. Yeah. No, I just uh, understood, understood. That's, that's the, that's what I was expecting because basically that's how you feel about most microtransactions. Not really, it's not really something you indulge in, so you don't really understand that you you don't understand that concept in like in in its entirety, in itself. So I kind of understand that that was like your point of view. Um, but yeah, it's just think, a lot of money. Like I can I can literally go buy something. With don't some of the tra- microtransactions be like thirty dollars on there for like scans? Yeah, they um, yeah, like that's crazy, 20, bro. I'm like that's twenty eight hundred. That's like twenty eight dollars. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I can literally think of a thousand other things to do that's video game related than yeah. buy a scan. Like uh, I know other games though, like um, they they put a little bit of a premium on them, like. Like my brother play at League of Legends, they buy this limited skin, so people like sell their skins and stuff like that. But it has value to it because I'm not saying that this is okay either. But you know, certain people might not have this skin. It's a limited time, and you can gift them to people, you know, stuff like that. So it has some sort of value. It's like you're gonna like miss out because it's on it only in this time frame. Apex, I don't even think you can like give away skins or like hold on to them, and you know what I'm saying have that type of factor to it. So yeah, no, you can't. I think that's another thing. So, 
it'd yeah. probably have a little bit more value if you could do that, but that's all. Yeah, I think that your yeah that monetary value of holding on to something like if I if I bought something in League of Legends like season one of something, I'm pretty sure if I held on to all that stuff, I probably could go in there and actually make earn money off of what I invested in the game. Versus this here is kind of like not any type of investment or this is just kind of investing in what you would prefer your character to look like. Uh, with the prices that high, it kind of makes it feel, um, it, 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 I don't know. And cause I am totally opposite from you. I don't feel like, uh, I have bought every edition. Uh, I've, you know, I've spent money on apex legends. I understand the concept of, of microtransactions and the thought behind of why you will want these intangible items uh in your roster essentially when you're playing the game because it just it's i understand that concept and i also understand the costs behind that i just don't appreciate how much they kind of request for said items i think the 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 thought is is that this is to help the development team to create more items like this and more items like that. Sometimes I feel like they throw out a bunch of Moodane, like like a bunch of terrible or very basic skins, and then they provide two or three that are worthy of your time. But mm-hmm. even though, and then they and then they and then they do the you know I think the I honestly think the heirloom um, situation is outrageous to be honest, but. I, they do it. They do that. They they put this very iconic item behind a super large paywall, and they kind of force people to buy all of the basic and very non, you know, not it's like very you know basic things to kind of get to said item, and that's where I have a, a problem with the game. I can understand giving me the ability to pay. A certain amount of money just to get the heirloom i'm fine with doing that but the fact that you lock it behind this or you got to buy 500 packs to get this that creates a a mindset that yes even though i don't want these things these itemized things no they don't matter but if i want to be able to participate in this this and collect a lot of these things i have to spend around four to six grand (laughs) not four to six grand but like 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 two three grand to get everything right that's a lot of money for one game that's a lot of money to collect everything in a game it shouldn't be that much ever and it seems like they thrive (laughs) on making it that much like if you were to try to get everything in that game it seems like they, they, they do things to kind of manipulate how people react to their items. Um, and that's where I kind of like feel cheated. And I feel like um, I'm not supporting you guys. You're just you're just trying to take advantage at this point. It's not it's not of it's not a buy this skin and we we'll, and we we'll do this or we we'll, make better content because you're not you're not making better skins or you're not making more creative things the heirloom the heirlooms you do you do a great job on 
but that's what you that's what you hide behind the paywall. <laughs> that's what it seemed like you're doing. So I see it both ways. I know I'm getting ganked, but I also appreciate cosmetics within a game to I to showcase, I guess, like uniqueness when it comes to my character design or my characters and how I play with them. I like to I like to experience that within games that I enjoy to play. But I also understand the process of the gambling system, the the process, the process of creating this never ending loop of continuous income of stream of money. And I understand keeping a business afloat. Apex is no longer being kept afloat. They can afford to bring more people in. They can afford to bring more people to do these creative thought process. And just because you want to keep the team small isn't a good isn't a good excuse anymore you have the money to make it better <laughs> you have the money to make it more to elevate um and i don't think that's what they want to do they just want to continuously hide behind the fact that yeah we were a small team and a lot of these people were really working hours to, to create this content but the cycle is starting to repeat itself continuously and it's starting to show that no, this isn't this isn't right. This isn't this isn't how you do microtransactions. And uh, I think um, a lot of people probably want to have will have concerns. And uh, I think that's it's going to get to a point where it just gets where it, it blows up. And, and I don't want a company I really enjoy to kind of have a blow up in their face type of moment. But if they continuously keep doing this. And they continuously keep people from being able to move their transactions to other platforms. If they continuously have um, poor, poor, uh, you know, DDoSing and cheater um, solutions, if they keep doing like this stuff is going to add up to a point where it's going to it's going to be worse off for them than it is. So um, I just don't want to see that happen. So I think rectifying piece by piece certain things i'm not saying that the game isn't great but i see the flaws in the game i see the problems in the game i see the game i see the game's issues full force especially when you actually participate in said game in a different way than just playing it casually and free to play so um yeah, I mean, I just wanted to kind of put that out there because I don't, I don't have a solution for how they should do the the transactions. I just know that hiding an heirloom that people enjoy on a character that they love to play with, like a Revenant's come out, and I really enjoy playing with Revenant. Do I really got to pay $156 just to get her heirloom? That makes no sense to me. Um, yeah, and- I think the the fundamental idea of what an heirloom is isn't even being like clear here because like you know revenant is my favorite character i got a thousand two thousand hours with revenant but i don't have his heirloom because i haven't spent the money so it's not about me actually using him it's about spending the money so again that could be rectified with having a way to earn it by playing with revenant instead of it just being because, I mean, sure, you can play forever, open 500 loot boxes, and then you get an heirloom. One this heirloom. One heirloom, yeah. And that's still not 
have anything to do with this being your favorite character. And, you know, so if there is at least a challenge, you know, it can be super hard. You got to reach Apex Predator or even something dumb. At least if there's an option to do it, that makes the money ganking a little bit better because you don't have to do it. But now you, you pretty much have to do it or wait two years. Yeah. Just playing free to play. And I think, uh, again, that fear of missing out causes people to go out and actually find a hundred and something dollars to buy it now to make sure that during these, it's like these collection events are their money grabs. And of course, they're going to continuously do them every season because this is the, this is probably the time frame that they actually earn the most money because people are willing to spend $156 to earn and to keep. Uh, heirloom before it goes back into the pool of you got to unlock 500 apex packs and you have the potential at the end of that 500 not the potential but just guaranteed to uh receive the shards to buy one so that is manipulative (laughs) it's not even gambling at that point it's really just forcing people to make a decision in this two-week time span, am I going to make enough? If I'm going to spend enough on this game to make sure I keep this thing, or am I going to miss out on it for forever? Because really, there's no other way to earn it. And realistically, at least. I could spend $500 and buy 500 Apex packs, but that's not cheaper than 156 <laughs> That's a deal. It's like some stupid stuff like that, where you kind of see the... the, the, the 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 EA mechanics. I don't know if it's EA for its respawn. I don't know. All I know is that this is this is egregious when I think about it too long, <laughs> and I yeah. feel like I should stop playing it because it's it's so it's so ridiculous. And um, but it's unfortunately one of my favorite games. So that's it's really uh, a strong uh, feeling of. You know, what is the right thing to do here? The right thing to do is to stop playing this game because simply they're manipulating how people how people how people interact with their characters that they have grown to love. But it's also a really good game. So and it's you don't have to have any of this stuff. You don't have to have it. So don't make it. I don't want people to feel like. Oh, is it going to make you superior in the lobby if you got an heirloom? No. Is it going to make you the the best player on the map if you got it? No. Is it? What does it do for you? It's basically that whole idea of interacting with your favorite character in a much uh, deeper and you know deeper way, I guess. Because it's not like you get anything from it. You just get the animations. You get to see how they interacting with their heirloom this is the one this is like a one in, one of one thing for that character only so it's 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 that pro that thought process but it really is nothing else to it so um i can't be mad because it's still a free game but i can be mad about the manipulative tactic to get people to want to impulse buy for that set amount if you, if that makes sense yeah. um, uh but yeah that's pretty much all i got um 
on Apex microtransactions. Still looking forward to the OG maps. Still looking forward to the OG uh, World's Edge. I think it's going to be uh, um, fun times. Fun times. Fun times. Uh, but we know we are the king of segues because we tell them and we don't move on. But our the next segue or the next topic segue. <laughs> what's wrong with me? Uh, is the the journey for the thirty eighty, Josh? <laughs> tell us about your uh, tell us about the ups, the downs, and the uh, finally conquering. Uh, well. You told us about it before they launched, like when nobody ever gonna be able to find that. Like if I knew it would have been this difficult, I would have just pre-ordered one, even if I wasn't even gonna use it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you know, you know, I'm building a computer and I'm looking for the cards and like, you know, these they pretty decent and I'm looking at the MSRP and they're like, oh wow, it's way cheaper than the last generation. So let me try to find it. And they're, you know. Everybody's scalping them online. They're super, like, 200% uh, MSRP uh, just to get one. And, like, okay, I'm I'm not going to give the scalper any money. So how long would it take just, you know, uh, for Amazon or Best Buy to get, like, a drop? And it's, like, if you, you're trying to do use like a tracker or things like that, it's not going to help because they're, all these websites are kind of trying to combat bots and scalpers. So the only way for you to actually find out if Best Buy has a car is uh, to go to their website. Because a lot of the stores like Best Buy, they don't keep them in the store. You got to get it on the website and just keep refreshing every couple hours just to see if something happened. And I was doing that for like, four or five days straight and when they were in stock like i spent <laughs> that whole afternoon trying to get something in the cart like i it's available i add it to the cart can't check out or i'm clicking the add to cart button and keep giving the error and like they're they were fully in stock of like 20 different cars and i couldn't get a single one in the cart and it's just like this is this is dumb like if it's available a bot's gonna beat me to it or uh you know it's just not gonna be available for a couple of other weeks and it's like it shouldn't be this difficult for like a you know it's just a little piece of machinery but it's really just people playing off that demand trying to make a quick dollar off of it and hoarding it so that the prices stay high yeah. uh eventually you know I, I think anybody that's going to actually get one is just going to have to find success with, like, local stores. And I was able to find, like, Micro Center was doing a, a little raffle where, you know, you scan their QR code and show up to the door. And if they, you know, pick your number or whatever, then you can go in and buy it. And that was – luckily, it worked out for me the first time I tried it. I can see, you know, maybe it doesn't work for me the first time. But, like, just do that – two three times like it's guaranteed that you're going to get one because in your local area there's only so many people that are going to show up versus online where you you find against thousands of bots and that was the other thing like the the new egg they do like um a raffle every day and i was jumping in on that but when i was looking at it online people were talking about like 
thousands of people enter that raffle. So even if they have a bunch of cards, you probably still only got like less than 1% chance to ever win one. And people talk about like they've been entering it for months and haven't won. So it's like the raffle's not even worth it at that point. Just see what local stores actually have them in store and just check in every couple of days. And you that's going to really be the only way to get one until they're able to just like mass produce more and you're able to just go pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh, I don't know how I was able to secure anything. I mean, I, like I said, when I first, I, when I, when I heard about like the PS5, the Xbox Series X and the 3080s and the cards, and I tried to even get one day one to purchase because I was like, I don't need it, but I'm going to try because these cards are going to go out of stock and I'm never going to be able to get one. Still didn't get one because it was such a botched launch and I basically stopped trying. I didn't really care uh, at that point. And I was like, I just wait until they finally come back. <laughs> and it's kind of the same situation with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox it's like, yeah, you can wait and you could probably get one if you keep really re trying hard and you, you you stick with the local spots versus going online. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't be this hard to get some technology. And I think the the amount of people that want to use these, you know, these these entertainment situations, these are basically entertainment situations. The 3080, yes, most people... Most people are going to game on it. They're not just trying to, you know, buy it for the purposes of, you know, you know, editing or, or trying to get the render or something quickly or something like that. And most people ain't doing that. Most people are just want to play games and want to do this stuff. So Series X, PS5, they all fall in that category. We have multiple generations of people that want to buy stuff, people that finally came into some money, people had their stimmies. So it was just kind of like... <laughs> This uh, this perfect storm, I would call it, of people, bots, and the crazies, all just all happening at once, that kind of caused the whole issues and everything. And and I guess I guess going back to your point of keeping things local and actually not allowing stuff to go online. It is a um, it is a way to do it, but at the same time, there was a lot of fights <laughs> breaking out. There were a lot of issues with the with the systems and how people were employees were trying to get them for themselves. And yeah, people try to you know. There's a lot of things that you have to that comes into play when it comes to that stuff. But uh, yeah, being was its own different battle yeah uh, I feel like I, w I was only lucky because you know the cars have almost been out a year mm -hmm. where we've, at least where i'm at we've exited the pandemic and people can go outside and you gotta worry about like you know four person limit in the store and stuff like that we can just go out and shop like normal so if those issues were still there then yeah like going locals it's its own thing and like 
I had to travel super far to go get it. And it's like, it's not really worth it. Like, I wish I can just put it in my cart and order it and then wait a couple weeks and I'll get one. But mm-hmm. it's not that simple anymore. So, um, yeah, you, you still got to, I guess, be careful. Like, when, when I actually went, it was a, a bunch of people that showed up. And um, luckily, the store had a bunch of cards where most people more than half i feel like that showed up were able to get one but like yeah in some areas it can be worse and um that store was very strict with like you know one car per person per household and like if you bought one in the last month you can't buy another one um but obviously there were still scalpers out there trying to you know buy it off you at the elite store so it's its own headache and it's it's just a situation i feel like shouldn't yeah. be there but it is <laughs> yeah because i feel like if if people who actually wanted it to use it were able to buy it like everybody not everybody but most people would have it but i feel like there is a huge percentage of people just wanting to resell it that's keeping it from the people who actually want to use it yeah yeah i think um yeah it's just very it's very interesting now I guess, what are you planning on doing with your secure 3080, Josh? <laughs> um, well, I guess, you know, it's the next generation for games, but it's the next generation for a lot of things, uh, mm-hmm. just technology in general. Mostly to do with, like, um, ray tracing. Like, um, Unreal 5 is something that I'm very interested in, just, you know, from an art standpoint, because it... I can see a lot of ways that it makes the type of work or art that I do just a lot easier, but mm-hmm. also not just easy, but like way better than what I could do before. Um, but for that, you need a ray tracing capable cart. Um, so that's what I I got that for. And then two, I uh, wanted to build a uh, PC mo- mainly just to make my, I guess, uh, workflow easier because mm-hmm. i mostly work on laptops and um because it you know it's portable and that works it gets gets everything done it's just with laptops um it, you really limit it in like cpu power um yeah. because you know i can work on it for an hour and things are fine but like if i'm working on it all day which i like to like six seven eight hours mm-hmm. uh just the CPU is going to get too hot and it's going to thermal throttle and there's nothing you can really do about it. Like I've tried, uh, what is it? Undervolting. So I not using as much CPU power all the time to keep the temperatures down, but it's like your laptop is not made for working or rendering for four hours straight. And that's really going to impact your, um, the I guess the level of work that you can do, whereas you when you actually have a built PC that has a bunch of cooling options, you can bypass all that and keep that productivity up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'll, I'll mainly be doing: uh, more 3D art and um, doing more ray tracing uh, in Unreal. And um, with the with the PC, it will actually be able to handle it and perform well. So. Okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I was gonna just play games on mine if I get one, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I I gotta actually. It's still early. Like really, Metro Exodus is one game that's you know fully ray traced, and Cyberpunk has some uh, a lot of ray tracing options. But as far as like mass majority of games using them, it's still taking a little bit. You know, I think The Witcher is another game that I'll probably go back when they actually um, put their ray tracing thing in. But mm-hmm. we'll see. It's it's just that it's nice that the technology is like affordable if you can find it. <laughs> yeah, and that's cool too because uh, they used to be super expensive for like really good GPUs, and now they're not. And um, technology is beginning is getting better and also cheaper at the same time, which is always great. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I just wish it wasn't so hard to kind of get the things, the items that we kind of want. Um, but I think it's a lot of this is a lot of strain in the processes that that caused that caused this. Uh, GPUs has always been scarce, but it's just even worse now. So. Hopefully that changes soon, and um, hopefully I can actually get one. I got a micro center in my area. I just haven't thought about it because, again, I always felt like it was something that I wanted, don't need, per se. So it was always like a, I don't need to put in a time. Because if I put in a time like you, like you did, I probably could have got one sooner. I just felt like it's something that should be easy <laughs> at this point i'm already spending money so why not yeah. make it easy for your boy but i uh, can't life life can't be that simple yeah um, but i definitely say like you know don't well i know you wouldn't but like if you're looking shopping for these things like don't spend extra money on it for scalpers like oh, it's yeah. if you have the time you know it, I would say it's worth it to put that time in to save you the money and get close to, you know, retail value as possible because these, they were made to be affordable and for you to spend, you know, 200 times that price just doesn't make any sense. Does not at all. So definitely heed that warning people do not spend money that you don't need to on devices that you can wait on. Um, there's not, there's no real, I guess there's no real thing or, or real uh, situation where I could say this is, this is the right thing to do. I just don't see it. Um, not even, even from a review standpoint. I mean, if you make your money, I guess if you make your money on reviews, I guess you could buy it from a scalper, but um, outside of that, no, don't do it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Appreciate the conversation on the journey to the 3080. Uh, I guess we can go straight into uh, uh, that dead space. Actually, let's talk about. Yeah, let's talk about dead space first because it's going to be quick. Uh, dead space. Yeah. 4, 4K uh, dead space. Man, With I hope. Uh, blood. <laughs> I hope, man. I hope I guess we'll shoot some limbs off at uh, glorious 4K 60 with blood yeah. splatter. Um, when it, I, I forget when EA thing really is. I forget when they actually going to do their EA play. I think it's like two or three weeks after. 
maybe it was July something like 16th or whatever. Uh, but whenever that day is, that's when they expect to release the Dead Space uh, news on this players. Um, Dead Space was definitely my OG OG favorite horror game. And it, it, it wasn't like I didn't have other games that I really enjoyed. I, I used to play like games like Obscure on the Wii. I used to play like Resident Evil. I played Silent Hill. I played Condemned, Criminal Origins, played Condemned 2. I used to play a lot of scary games. Never knew why, because I hated scary stuff. But um, those were some of my favorite games. Uh, and Dead Space just stood out amongst them all, man. That was like my the sound quality. It was so crunchy. It felt like you were just stepping on stuff. And it was, I don't know. That game really had <laughs> some of the some of the best gameplay mixed with audio that I could find on a on a scary game. It just felt so, yeah. it felt so close. To, it felt like they were right next to you. And you could hear them coming around corners and creeping on you. And you just knew something was going to pop out at all times. So, uh, well. Back then, like scary games, they were either like scary but like trash controls, yeah. or it played okay but it wasn't scary. Whereas Dead Space, I wouldn't say it was the scariest game. It was still more action oriented, but it yeah. still it kept that same atmosphere where you feel like you could die any moment. So, right, it felt like you if you ain't got that many times to get hit before you dead. And Dead Space One was a lot scarier than two and three dead space one felt like because it had that that thing that was always chasing you that you couldn't kill it just come back and it always it always had like um he didn't talk so all you had was the sounds of the ship and i think they 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 relied heavily on the sound and yeah. I played it with headphones like an idiot. And I don't know why I did that. But it was like, it made it a lot scarier for me. Maybe it wouldn't have been as scary if I just played like an action game. I just played it normally. But I was creeping around there because I didn't want nothing to pop out on me. I was always low on ammo. And it just felt like survival horror done right in like a really good mix, you know? It wasn't like overly action. It wasn't like overly gory or like not gory but yeah it wasn't overly gory either because i hated like super gory games where just blood everywhere it was stupid uh and it was just like perfect it was that type of it it, it, it hit all the bells for me at least and i know what type of games i enjoy like i, I enjoy more resident evil 4 than i would like a silent hill um there's other games that's out there that kind of like are you know, like, like I hate Bloodborne for one reason and one reason alone. It's too much blood. <laughs> it was just like, I don't like the concept of the game, but Bloodborne was the gameplay was fun to play. It's just that the goriness of it and, like, the creatures that they kind of created, the grotesqueness, and I was just like, I can't get with it. But that game wasn't grotesque. It was like, it was just, it was just had, had very powerful moments, in my opinion. So, um... I'm really hoping that this is true. I'm really hoping this Dead Space rumor is all facts. I hope it's not a lie. I hope they actually are telling the truth and this is this is what's going to be announced. 
I'd be really disappointed if it's some garbage. But um, Dead Space is definitely. Do they even own Visceral? I thought Visceral was like depleted. Or well, or... they bought Visceral's and they just closed them down and put them on different projects like Battlefield and stuff. So, I mean, I don't think they're gonna be called Visceral. It's just gonna be, you know, EA. Yeah. Uh, Montreal, blah blah blah, and it, they're gonna make it. But hopefully, it has some people who, at least, you know, created the original Dead Space. Yeah, or know what to do. You know, yeah. If it, you know, if it's respawn, something like that, I would trust them with it. But just yeah. generic EA developer, I don't really trust it because they, for some reason, gonna have to integrate it to make it feel like Battlefield, or it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> or they gonna give it to Bioware and it's they gonna, gonna make them use that frostbite engine. <laughs> Stupid frostbite engine. <laughs> you can't do uh, nothing in, bro. I have never seen so much money wasted on an engine before in my life. Frostbite engines suck. I, I I think they said they did some revisions to it for I guess, other I feel games. Like it's the only ones who can make it because they've been making Battlefield forever and that's all they make. So <laughs> everybody right. else is struggling dog frostbite is the worst man it is like so stiff and super un uh, animated <laughs> it just feels fake and they, they try to push up the, the 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 pretty stuff but it's like super uninteractive it's just not an interactive type of at least that's how at least what based off the elements that they use it just does not feel dynamic at all it just seems but then you got games like battlefield where the whole freaking map is dynamic and it just i don't know i i feel like frostbite is a trash engine period and every time a game come out uh that costs on frostbite i feel like it's a trash game but maybe that's just ea games in general so whatever Maybe it's not the engine itself. I mean, like, stop putting all the blame on me. It's these developers. That's sorry. So, um, but yeah. What about you, Jalen? You you gonna play another Dead Space game? Uh, didn't you play Summer Two? Uh, I don't know if I played Dead Space again. To be honest with you, uh, I did play two. I didn't. I didn't beat it, but uh, I think I got like I got closer to the end of the game. I forgot. When or why I stopped playing, but uh, I don't what, know, man. What made you pick up too? I don't know. I was in a, I was in a different space. I guess I don't know. Uh, I don't really like like horror games and stuff like that. I feel like I had a good balance of like horror and uh, like, I guess like horror and action. Um, I kind of wanted to challenge myself because I don't really like horror games, but. I thought some of the uh, engineer weapons on there, because, you know, they basically just, like, makeshift weapons. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that was, like, interesting. And then, like, the, the way you can use the plasma cutter, I thought I was in, like, 10, 3, 11, grade, how you can just shift the um, the plasma cutter to horizontal or vertical. I just thought that's interesting and the like, how effective that weapon was. So then you have, like, progression stuff in there, too. Uh, so I did, like, that aspect as far as, like, you know, leveling up your weapons there. Or I don't know if you actually level them up, or you just put like put modifications and stuff on them. But seeing how they change over time and stuff, like stuff that's interesting too. So, mm -hmm. um, and then a way you would kill like the uh, necromorphs. 
So yeah. it was pretty deep. Like I think the I would search out those mod points so that you can get the um, upgrades because it did make a big difference with having more damage and stuff. Um, so yeah, the I mean the plasma cutter was a, a great weapon. I think if the gunplay didn't feel good, it wouldn't have been like people wouldn't have liked it as much. But you know, hopefully they can uh, recapture that. Yeah, they here's the Here's to hoping. I was going to ask you, Deontay, which one do you think is going to be better? Uh, this new, if they do come out with it, this new Death Space game or um, the Calypso uh, project? Because huh. Calypso was the one that they, I think they showed off back during the Xbox reveal. Yeah. And it's by this, by people who used to work at Respawn. Correct. I mean, not Respawn, uh, uh, Visceral. Yeah. And worked on the first Dead Space. Um, probably still Dead Space because I'm so attached to that world more. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like they have more to tell um, there. Versus a new IP is kind of harder to um, to get me invested, even if it is the same development team. Sometimes it's just that nostalgic feel of dealing with those types of weapons and, uh, and, and you know, dealing with the the authentic assets versus having something that's kind of a variation of something that they created previously. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to knock him because you can still do great work in that type of environment. I just know that I'm a, I'm attached to that dead space feel. So even if the original people went off and did another game that 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 would that was kind of similar to that i wouldn't still i would still play it but i would be more attached to like the 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 reboot reboot of the, the dead space because that's just the game i really enjoyed and that world and um it wasn't the story it was the the concept the place you were just feeling open running you know floating around floating around space you know what i'm saying and yeah. these spacesuits and feeling and feeling like helpless in that in that regard um and bios basically just alone so it was always felt um more meaningful in that regard than any other narrate narration or storytelling elements that it could to the world was the story to me and i was like dang how this happened how this dude just end up dead i right hear i don't understand how these is the whole I want I want to get down to the mystery of how it occurred and and like how all these dead bodies just around you know what I'm saying so it was always that portion for me so definitely still gonna be dead space for me yeah even though I'm still gonna play both yeah I'm be interested in seeing both I feel like with even though they say like we want to make a game like dead space but I feel like they're gonna want to do their own their own thing like you said it's not gonna be the same feel uh, no which definitely is, not because it's you know it's their new ip they want it to be unique uh so they're not going to copy everything that dead space did uh, so we'll see hopefully it's good i feel like i'm more interested in that because i feel i don't really know what ea would do <laughs> like let's make a dead space battle royale 
you know. <laughs> EA sucks, bro. I'm I'm just it's just sad. I'm sick of them. I'm really sick of them. Um, I'm sick of their terrible Maddens. I'm sick of their terrible sports games. They're stupid. They can't get NBA Live right, so we stuck with this trash 2K21, and it just seemed like they have never had a W. They just make the most money. Um, well, I guess their only W is Respawn, to be honest. That's the last thing I remember. For the last freaking PS, the entire PS4 era, the only dub I can give them or is buying Respawn. I don't remember any of EA games to be meaningful. And maybe I have to go down a list, but I hated all of them. Um, I can't even give them. I'm, I'm not giving them Respawn. I don't care if Jedi came out. I don't care if Apex came out. They're, they don't deserve that W. They really haven't had whatever. It's not the point of this topic. <laughs> Is to go on a rant about EA trashness. They know they trash. And no, they, they dropped the ball last generation. Like Titanfall was supposed to be more successful. They dropped the ball. They had all the Star Wars games unlocked, and most of them was trash. Significantly um, dropped the ball, man. They had yeah. terrible game after terrible game. Um, yeah, man. Even when they had like small victories, like in like the little Plants vs Zombies games, they couldn't capitalize on it. It just seemed like they just—I don't know. I don't know. They just seem—they're off to me. That's an off company. Um, but anyways, last thing I want to talk about is that Mario Golf <laughs> Super Rush, y'all. That that uh. That fire that, that that came out on uh, Friday. I actually really like this game. Karina likes it too. Um, but uh, it's actually competitive. More than I expected it to be. So I was thinking like, this ain't going to be competitive. Ain't really much you could do. But they got the speed golf. Then they got the battle golf. Which makes way more sense in a Mario game than just regular traditional golf. So... Uh, they actually have modes that you could compete in and be competitive in, and then you got modes that you can play traditional golf in, and um, it has a little adventure mode. I wouldn't. Again, this kind of brings me back to the whole idea of paying top dollar for certain games. No, I don't think it's worth sixty, but you gonna pay sixty, and that's that's the normality of it. But it's fun. The value that you receive out of it is still enjoyable. So um, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to play it, but at least I know that it's remi- it's reminiscing of previous sports games that come out the Mario camp that were actually good and fun to play. Um, it's not, uh, boring in that sense, you know, they actually Mm -hmm. took the time to kind of create innovative ways to play golf and in a, in a Mario game. And they actually trying, they succeeded at it. I don't, I don't think it's like, um, super, you know, it don't has to, it doesn't have to be a 10 out of 10 to be fun. Mario games, most of the time are fun in general, but you're not like. 
you're not going to continuously play it. That's what I'm saying. It's not like there's so much intricacy to it that you just, you know, you got so much to deep dive into. It's not like that. It's just on surface. And are, is it going to make your blood boil if she hit this in this hole faster than you? Or if he hit this in this hole faster than you? Does it have online gameplay? Yes. Does it have local multiplayer? Yes. Uh, do you, do you, you have ways to finesse over your friends? Yes. That's, that's the formula. That's all you need. That's all you need to have fun in a Mario, any type of Mario sports, um, you know, smash. I think smash got on a different level, to be honest. I think they, over time, it just became more of a, a tactical game than it ever should have ever been. But, um, that's, that's all, that's all thanks to the community. I don't think, um, honestly, I don't think that's what they were going for, but I mean, I could be wrong, but those types of games, you know, it kind of has that, uh, the finesse to it. it has that little, that little, that little inch of finesse, like a Mario Kart where you, where you can, you know, manipulate in certain ways to, to do better than your opponent, but you also can finesse them out of things by doing power shots and knocking their ball away and giving them the making them do, uh, giving them a bogey because you didn't, you didn't knocked it into the rough or something. So it's cool. I like it. Um, and I haven't liked the sports game from Mario in a while. I played tennis ace. I didn't think it was good. Um, I played, I think, I think the one before Mario tennis ace, what was it? It was, a. I don't, it was an Olympics game. Shoot. Now I can't remember what the freak the one before tennis was. Tennis ace. Dang, it's gonna mess up my brain now because I can't remember. It's gonna mess with me, so now I have to look it up. Um, Mario sports games. Recently, I know that they were they stopped doing the sports games. They were just doing. The Olympics, then they did. Was uh, Mario Tennis Ace the last one they did? Really? Yeah, I think because there was a tennis game on the DS on the 3DS, and then I think they came out with the one on the Switch. Dang, you're right. I could have sworn they did one on the Switch before that one. Oh, it was the Olympics game. But I thought it was something by himself. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I really enjoy Super Rush. It's probably one of their best outings when it comes to the sports Mario games um, in a while. Uh, I wonder how they do a basketball game. I see this Mario sports mix, but I'd probably want to dedicate basketball. Tell them, tell them, <laughs> the game was cold. <laughs> they had an actual basketball Mario game. 3. Oh, yeah, man. Mario Basketball three on three. That game was that game was tight, man. I had the music, the song. You probably like the soundtrack on that game too. Mario three v three. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. like Mario. <laughs> oh, boy, bro, this one, that lady singing in the background, bro. <laughs> man, uh, three on three. Yeah, yeah, and um, they had Mario characters versus uh, Square Enix characters. And everybody had like super moves before you, you know, can shoot or dunk. It was just fun. 
Because like you yeah. said, it's not really about the sport. It's because yeah. you're breaking all these rules. But it's it's just about being fun. And I feel yeah. like back then, they were just re- super creative. and had a bunch of modes and maps. So you could just play it, you know, for a long time and not get bored. Whereas recently, it's always missing. It's just missing that one thing that would just make it, you know, better. Right, like it's um, fun, but got online or yeah, you know, I like Mario Kart Eight, but I hate the lobby system, and I just want you know want to go online and pay with my friends or something like that. Right, and it, as long as they keep having those issues, then I don't feel like I'll be interested in the sports games. But you know, they've always been good at it, and it, they're not really compete competing with nobody because they make some of the best like just sports spinoff games arcade games yeah yeah after nfl streets and uh nba streets retired they really wanted that's all we got yeah um so and that's another ea i hate ea <laughs> uh, i cannot stand them but um uh but yeah those games uh it brought me back to like i was playing i remember i was playing mario strikers i used to be one of my favorites too um I don't even yeah. like soccer. I, I like Mario Strikers. Yeah, it was yes, just so. That mud was that mud was competitive. G. I mean, I used to get on the sticks. And I used to go crazy. I'd be like, man, this game is. It was tough. It was like it was actually like you had to put in time <laughs> to understand it. I was like, bro, I can't just get on this and actually win. I literally got to play, and I was like, okay, this has actually got some tactics to it. So, um, yeah, that's what from that's high level cups. Yeah, that's where you kind of that's where you win. Um, when those that's where those games win for me, when they actually have a little more tactic to it, and you um you actually have to think about what you're finna do before you do it, and uh, this and, and the art of finesse is really where it where 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 lies, and and that's how you win. I think Mario Tennis Ace just didn't have it, um, at all. So I think that was a miss for them. It wasn't a it wasn't a hard game with when you're playing against like the computer. I know I remember like Mario Tennis back on the GameCube when you start getting to them high level cups, man. Them dudes be cheating. You be like, man, I don't know how I'm supposed to beat y'all, dude. <laughs> nah, it wasn't hard, you know what I'm saying? It's not. Um in, in Mario Golf, it's kinda like you play off the elements of the, the map as well. So you got like these things where you gotta play to try to get uh, elevation or try to get above something so it's not like a traditional golf game obviously but it's also like sometimes you have to curve around objects and if you don't really know how to curve spin and do like certain things you probably not going to be able to curve it correctly to the point where you you're doing good like back shots back spins front spins to get more get more uh roll on your ball and whatever try to get it closer to the hole so it, it's it's things that you play in the game to kind of make it make it more in, uh, strategic. Um, Mario Ace, when I played it, because I bought it, when I played it, it wasn't really much outside of positioning and like you, when the, when the usual special attack. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't really much else to it, and it, it and and um. It had so little modes and little things to do. There wasn't no real fun, uh, even battle mode for it. 
Uh, granted, Mario Golf only has one battle mode. Um, only has four battle mode uh, maps. It needs more, to be honest. But um, it's still more of an offering than what Mario Tennis Ace had at the beginning. So it's just, you know, um, Mario Golf is fun. I know they don't update their games, so I'm, I'm not expecting to, like, see a bunch of new stuff unless it's, like, a some some crazy DLC or if it's, like, a, you know, a remix ultra deluxe edition or something like that later down the line. But um, as of now, I think what's what's there is solid, and it's enough time to play for, like, 30 hours straight and still be having fun um, through the adventure. But then it's also really, really if if people really are interested in like playing like a mario sports game that we can compete in mario golf is is, is a, a decent one at this time um not the greatest but it's definitely a decent one it's definitely been the uh it's been one of the better showings since they started i'm hoping the same thing happened with mario party superstars because they're they're doing um they're doing they're basically taking a bunch of the old stuff and putting it all together and updating the graphics so i would how can you miss to be honest i mean if you miss on that then you just trash but um and they put an online gameplay too so that's interesting uh but yeah uh i actually enjoyed uh mario i didn't I knew I was going to like it because I was like, man, I don't know, man. They, they are here deboing in the in the field. They got you on the field knocking things over. <laughs> I said, you can actually rush them? You can actually rush them? And that game got hard, too. And, and, and you get uh, knock people balls out the way. Turn them into uh, Rosalina. I didn't know what Karina was doing, but Rosalina turned your ball into a star. And I was like, bro, how do you hit... <laughs> And I was like, bro, where all this extra curve come from? I couldn't, I did not know that she could do that. I thought they all had the same moves where you just knock them out the way. But apparently Rosalina's can turn your junk into a star and it just don't roll at all. It just goes curving. So she messed me all the way up and I was like super confused on where all that curve I had on my ball came from. But um, yeah, it's just cool. It's just a cool little fun game. And uh, I think people are, um, I think, I think it, I think it'd be something to just have in your catalog for when people come over. Cause it's pretty fun. Um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I ain't really got much else to talk about. Um, uh, anything, anything y'all want to mention or state, but we wrap this thing up as usual. Uh, no, you know, get out, enjoy <laughs> yeah. y'all summer, get y'all vaccines. Get y'all vaccines. Don't be like Jalen, drink y'all Gatorade, you know what I'm saying? Don't say nothing, mm-hmm. Jalen. Let them get their Gatorades. Two for one specials. Get their electrolytes. <laughs> he probably was like, he probably was like that. He said, man, what's this man talking about? I got a whole fever over here. Like, man, don't worry about it. Drink your Gatorade. <laughs> Yeah, he did keep saying I'm like, man, he must have seen something online. I said Gatorade help all this. Jalen over here like Gatorade is full of sugar and it's actually gonna go to your uh what's the name? And re- reduce your <laughs> immune system. Yeah, you're gonna get all that sugar, you're gonna start pissing it out. Uh, 
Oh, that sodium in there, man. Yeah, man. <sighs> no, I'm just telling you what I had because I had headaches and I had uh, I had I had months I had headaches and um stiffness in the arm, but I didn't have anything else. I had shakes like Josh said on the second go around, but outside of that, all I did was sit down. I was moving my arm a lot. And I was drinking Gatorade. That was it. I mean, I didn't really do nothing else. So that's the only reason that I came from. It was like, drink this to hydrate. And I was like, cool. And because my head was hurting. And I started drinking that. And then I drunk. I had took some um, some Tylenol. Yeah. I took some Tylenol. That was it. Tylenol and Gatorade. That's all I did. Sat down. And I was straight, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously, you said there was different things that how that stuff react to people. So, obviously, I'm not uh, a licensed. <laughs> I'm just providing what uh what I what what worked for me, I suppose, at the time when I had it, when I went through that. You know that that first phase was once you got it, man. You in there now? We in this together now. No, <laughs> if, it's, if it's if it's uh. What was that lady said? If it uh, if it why why is that key sticking to our neck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mag, we all magnets, nah. They said we get, if the mother uh, mothership come back, they taking all of us because we magnets. <laughs> <laughs> That's goofy, dude. Bro, the conspiracies are crazy. I love it, bro. Mm. Nah, man, it's but, just. Yeah, man, that, that jump is crazy, bro. I'm like, the, but the the stiffness I had in my arm, bro, how was it was like going into like my armpit, like my arm ain't hurt. It was like my armpit that was like that was really hurting, and bro, when I'm trying to tell you, man, when I tried to get up to go to work, I was in there. I was like, man, I can't miss a day, bro. I'm in that mode, like, hey, I'm having some symptoms. Y'all finna let me come in because I ain't because we got to do this little like attestation like symptom tracker thingy. And I looked at it, I, was, I started going through some of the stuff and it was asking if I'm having some of these symptoms. I was like, man, if I say yes to any, they might not, they might deny me to come in or something. So I had just texted my uh, reshuffle. I'm like, hey, man, I'm having some like fatigue, maybe uh, mainly like muscle pains and like this pounding headache that won't leave. Mm. And is like, is you running a fever? When I had a thermometer at the crib, I was like, man, I am running a fever, man, but she don't need to know that. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know if I'm running a fever, man. She's like, nah, you might as well just stay home if you got some symptoms. You. Yeah. I was like, man. Then I just went back to sleep, bro. And I was just sleep. Sleep, and the whole day went by. <laughs> Damn, bro, I was irritated. I was just like, dude. Man, sorry, man. It's over now. And it's over now. I ain't getting that second dose. Yeah, she, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> bro. I got a mental immunity now. Oh, my God, man. What are you talking about? You got to get the second, man. Know, what's the point? Man, It'll the be point. done, no. It ain't no. I just, I get, I just get COVID again. Cat. I mean, just <laughs> throw COVID my way. It ain't even effective until you take the second dose and three weeks later, man. You know this. That's going to be effective now. Yeah, no, it ain't, man. Why you want that Johnson Johnson? One and done. 
was the point again. It's the efficacy, man. It's hard. Yeah. Guess so. Well, I'm gonna get poked, man. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the yeah, that's the your 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 general report on COVID vaccines and how and how to beat. Uh, don't listen to Jalen. Get your second dose, even if the first one got you weak. It got me low. It put you down. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. You put me down. But I come in today with Jesus. Mm, it ain't what you think. <laughs> but thanks for listening as usual. Appreciate you guys if you especially if you got to this point. Um and we will catch you guys in two weeks. Peace.